0: Hi, my name is Stella Mackler. I'm a junior at Grady High School in Atlanta, Georgia, and welcome to Stops Along the Way, a podcast where we will discuss the themes of the novel Americana, written by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie, and the themes of Many Roads to Hear, a podcast produced by the Portland Radio Project and the Immigrant Story. I thought it would be a really interesting way to begin this article by reading an excerpt from Americana, the novel that I read, Um, just to sort of give you guys a view into what the book is like. This is actually from the main character's blog, so we're sort of getting a peek into the main character's mind, and I'm just going to go ahead and read it. The blog um, article is called Understanding America for the Non-American Black. American tribalism. In America, tribalism is alive and well. There are four kinds, class, ideology, region, and race. First, class, pretty easy, rich folk and poor folk. Second, ideology, liberals and conservatives. They don't merely disagree on political issues. Each side believes the other is evil. Intermarriage is discouraged and on the rare occasion that it happens is considered remarkable. Third, region, the North and the South. The two fights fought a civil war and tough stains from that war remain. The North looks down on the South while the South resents the North. Finally, race. There's a ladder of racial hierarchy in America. White is always on top, specifically white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, otherwise known as a wasp. And the American black is always on the bottom. And what's in the middle depends on the time and the place. Or if that marvelous rhyme goes, if you're white, you're all right. If you're brown, stick around. If you're black, get back. Americans assume that everyone will get their tribalism, but it takes a while to figure it all out. So in undergrad, we had a visiting speecher, and a classmate whispers to another, oh my God, he looks so Jewish, with a shudder, an actual shudder. Like, Jewish was a bad thing. I didn't get it. As far as I could see, the man was white. Not much different from the classmate herself. Jewish to me was something vague, something biblical, but I learned quickly. You see, in Americans' ladder of races, Jewish is white, but also some rungs below white. A bit confusing because I knew this straw-haired, freckled girl who said she was Jewish. How can Americans tell who is Jewish? How did the classmate know this guy was Jewish? I read somewhere how American colleagues used to ask applicants for their mother's surnames to make sure they weren't Jewish because they, didn't, they wouldn't admit Jewish people. So maybe that's how to tell. From people's names, the longer you're here, the more you'll start to get it. Now, as I'm sure many of you noticed, that story was about race and identity and class in America. But what I don't think you got out of it was that it was written from the perspective of of a Nigerian immigrant. Now, some of you may be wondering why I chose to discuss the stories of immigrants in America in this podcast. Well, all you have to do is look around and you'll see the answer. Look to the person next to you. There's a 99% chance that they are not originally from the United States, but some other far, faraway country. Something I've observed as a person who was born and raised in America is that so often, those of us who are born here and raised here look down on those who are not. But what we fail to remember is that if we go back far enough in our own histories, we have our own home countries. We are not from here either. So this podcast episode is to remind us of the normalcy of that and also to dive deep into the themes of shared immigrant stories. Before I dive into discussing the comparisons between the podcast episodes and Americana, I want to talk a little bit about why I chose these two works. Americana really drew me in because of the foreshadowing and all the skipping through time. It all kept me very interested and the pages turning. The book was written as if the author was dropping little pieces of a puzzle throughout the chapters and they slowly fit together, creating a bigger, more in-depth story as the book went on. Each podcast episode had its own element of foreshadowing as well in the introduction the listener has already learned where the subject of the episode is is in the world and where they've ended up then the episode takes you back through the story of how they got there on a more personal level maybe something that you guys could relate to if you listen to this podcast or read americana i was incredibly drawn in by the human stories both the podcast subjects and of Ifemelu, who is the main character um, in Americana, whenever she described the culture shock and the cultural differences between America and Nigeria, I found myself thinking deeply about my own life and culture and how the way I live may contribute to some of the culture shock felt by those who come to America and did not grow up here. And When listening to the podcast, each episode features a different person telling their story, Um, I felt as if I was getting a peek inside something so intense and so personal, like getting a glimpse into a world that exists right alongside my own, but that I have never truly experienced. Let's get into the fun part, the rhetorical analysis of both works. In the novel Americana, the author weaves together the two main characters' personal anecdotes with a searingly critical tone and incredibly descriptive imagery in order to paint a picture centered around race, love, and identity, while at the same time presenting a piercing cultural criticism of both American and Nigerian culture. Americana begins with an anecdote as Ifemelu takes us back to her childhood in Lagos, Nigeria. The reader is introduced to her family, but more importantly, her family's values. She describes her mother's many different experiences at church, writing, Her mother told them of a vision she just had, a blazing appearance near the gas cooker of an angel holding a book trimmed with red thread, telling her to leave Revival Saint because the pastor was a wizard who attended nightly demonic meetings under the sea. It is important to recognize the straightforwardness of the story and read between the lines to hear Ifem's disbelieving tone. Although she does not specifically criticize her mother or her ideas, the story sets the tone for the remainder of the novel as Ifemelu grows up and begins to feel more confident in her criticism and unhappiness with life at home. For example, she starts that blog that we began the episode with. Each element of this little story that I just told, the anecdote, the critical tone, the descriptive imagery of her mother, all play a part throughout the novel in painting the picture of race, love, and identity caught between Nigeria and America. Now it's time for part two of the rhetorical analysis. In the podcast, Many Roads to Hear, the producers use the unintentional repre- repetition of similar storylines, and the storytellers use simple word choice, most of the time due to their broken English, and anecdotes, such as stories of life before leaving their home country, in order to give an honest portrayal of what it means to be an immigrant in America. Each storyteller comes from a different background, ranging from Romania to South Korea. But despite these differing cultures, backgrounds, and life experiences, a reoccurring storyline appears throughout the podcast. One of looking for a better life, searching for something more, something new. Each episode begins with the subject talking about their life in their home country. The listener is offered a chance to learn about ways of life such as the home life in the Congo or wedding traditions in Romania. Stories are told through straightforward, simple language, making it easy for the listener to place themselves in the speaker's shoes no matter how different their lives may be. As the story progresses, there comes a point in which it is time to leave for one reason or another, and so they do. They leave. They leave and face the harsh reality that is the immigrant experience in America. These stories and the ways in which they are told offer American born listeners a valuable peek into a world that we will never experience. Now for the synthesis, the meat of this podcast, the comparison. Americana is the story of two immigrants, one in America, one in England. Many Roads to Here is also the story of immigrants, the story of immigrants who have made it to America and are now making it in America. Right away, just from these two sentences, I'm sure you can imagine the similarities between these two works. I'm sure you're thinking of stories of finding a new life, culture shock, and homesickness. And while those are all correct, The similarities dive so much deeper than those surface-level ideas. Love, separation and connection, race and racism, escaping class structure are all such influential themes within all of the stories. I could talk for hours about each one of them. Sadly, I do not have hours, and neither do you, but we do have a few minutes to discuss love and the immigrant experience, two important themes that I picked out. The concept of marriage is highlighted throughout Americana, as well as many roads to here. In the podcast, we learn of cultural traditions like eating salty bread in Romania and crushing glass in Israel. Americana takes a much different approach to marriage, discussing the reasoning behind it. In Ifemelu's Nigeria, many women get married for money. That's it. These contribute to the theme of love, which is shared between both works. Another interesting similarity between the podcast and the novel is that in both works, it is the male or the husband in the relationship that encourages leaving the home country. In the episode In Search of Blue Dream Jeans, Anna's husband wants to leave Romania. She doesn't. But in the end, she makes it to America safely and he is left behind struggling to get a visa. Almost the exact same things occurs in Americana. It is Obinzi's idea to move to America, but he cannot get a visa. Ifemelu does. Both these examples highlight the bureaucracies and pain trips of immigrants, the little details that are often left out of the mainstream media. through the theme of love and relationships and the little details of the immigrant experience that we do not talk about in class or in the news or just in the media in general. These two works build off of each other, creating a layered, detailed story that is more in-depth than any of us could ever know that don't actually experience. And these are only two things. This is just love. This is just their everyday life. Think about how much deeper we could go if we had time to discuss the separation and, and connection theme, all the different cultural traditions, the escaping class structure. We could get so much detailed, so much more in depth. Well, lucky for you, we have a next episode coming up sometime soon where we are going to discuss escaping the class structure and race and racism in America faced by immigrants. Again, I'm Stella Mackler, a junior at Grady High School, and thank you for listening to Stops Along the Way.